Welcome to the Bayou City Soccer Podcast. Whether inside or outside the loop, we are talking everything soccer in Houston. Y'all ready? Let's get it. Welcome to the Bayou City Soccer Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura, and you're about to listen to a special segment known as Orange Talk. Our boss, Dustin Richardson, sat down with Houston Dynamo goalkeeper Xavier Valdez to learn more about the young player. Enjoy. What's up, Xavier? Hi, Dustin. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? All right. So I know you you were born in New York City, right? And so you grew up there, and then you went to Minnesota, I was reading. How 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 that uh, come to come to fast? Yeah, so uh, I played for an academy team in New York for my sophomore year in high school. And I just, it was just about time to get out of the, the state. I mean, it just, it wasn't the best place for me in terms of like school wise and, and just community and stuff like that. Like it was just hard to grow. And luckily my best friend who played in New York with me the year before, he had moved out to Minnesota to the same school that I went called Shattuck St. Mary's. And he just, he put me in contact them and let me know that you know it's the perfect environment for me to to grow as a person and as a player and I you know they had a, a couple of days where they let kids who wanted to feel the school out and see how it was and see the program as well they let us come down for about three days on a weekend and I enjoyed it it was perfect my mom loved it and you know it was luckily they gave me a, a nice scholarship and it worked enough for my mom and my grandmother to come together and help out with that. And I ended up going for my junior year. Unfortunately, COVID hit. I got there in 2019 and COVID hit in March of 2020 for us. And, you know, I, it, it cut the year short. But in the December of 2019, I played in a USDA showcase down in Florida. And sadly, we got obliterated, but uh, I played well. And the previous goalkeeper coach in the academy, Jason Grubb, and the previous academy director were there watching one of my games. His name is Paul Hawker. And they got in contact with my coach. They thought I played well, and another player and I. And I came down in 2020 of February for GA Cup, and I played well. And... Unfortunately, the starting keeper, who was already in the academy, he got injured, and I was supposed to play in that April, that GA Cup, kind of like the final kind of date of it. It was, I think, around 16, but that was in April, and it got canceled due to COVID, and I came back down in August of 2020, and that's when I started my time with the academy, and then... In May of 2021, I jumped into first team training and then just finished the year with them and got signed in February of 2022. And here we are now. Here you are. So, yeah, you, so you started playing with the academy and uh, playing with Dynamo 2. What's it been like uh, playing with Kenny and, and that staff? It, it's been it's been fun. I mean, it's been challenging at sometimes as well. But, you know, uh they put a lot of pressure on me to do well and, you know, they challenge me mentally. They ask more for me every game. And, you know, sometimes I, I, 
I put a lot of pressure on myself to give them the performances that the team needs. And, you know, every time I'm growing and learning more. So every game that I play, I want to be the best that I can for the team and for the coaches as well because, you know, I think they deserve kind of the best from us as players as well, not just kind of their best coaching. uh, You know, they, they, they give us their all. And, you know, I, I just want to kind of give back in terms of just with my my performances. And, you know, recently we haven't gotten the results that we need. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I can do as a leader and as a goalkeeper and as a person as well to help get the team back on track. So, you know, it, it's I, I look forward every week to play with the second team. And, you know, I'm, I'm close with a lot of them. And to be fair, most of the players and it's just, it's, I've been playing with some of them since I first got here. So, you know, just to be able to grow with them and see where all of us have, have gotten. And for the ones that have, that arrived this year, it's, it's fun to work with them as well because they get to see kind of the relationships that are already built from the previous year. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, we're in a tough spot right now, but, you know, uh, Kenny and, and Dan and, and Brian, who's currently with the national team, uh, you know, they, they apply themselves 300% all the time. You know, it's we need to find our rhythm again and, and just get back into it. Yeah, so you get to you get to train with the first team. You have guys like Steve and Andrew that have, you know, been around the league, veterans. What's it like, you know, getting to train with them and kind of getting to learn from them, pick their brains? Yeah, I mean, it, it's to be able to train with them every day and, and watch them on game day. And recently I just uh, sat on the bench and got to help warm up Steve and just to be able to be around those guys and to hear their thought process and to ask questions about, you know, what I, like what I think I would have done in that moment and ask them what they would have done differently and, and see where, where that goes, where that conversation goes. And, you know, just to, kind of pick their brains on, you know, certain parts of the goal because, I mean, as many people know, goalkeeping is it's it's to each their own. Like, we all grow up with different techniques and, and we all have our own different journeys. It's not just one kind of path to being a goalkeeper. It's not just one technique to everything. So, you know, I think we all play the game differently. So just kind of picking their brains on, on what I think – I could have done as well, but, you know, just, just stuff that, you know, whatever they do well, just asking them, like, hey, like, how do you, like, what made you think about this? Like, one thing I like about Steve's game is that, you know, he's very patient on the ball and he's always trying to, you know, put the ball into, a, a, just drop it into a midfielder who's between the space. Like, he does that really well, in my opinion, the best in the league. So he, you know, just just asking him questions about, kind of what is he saying to his midfielders before the game and, you know, in training as well, just seeing how technical he, he does all his stuff. And, you know, he's, he's on the older side of the goalkeepers, but he's just, he's super technical. Like he, he, he's not messing up on a, on a goal kick. He's not hitting the floor. Like a lot of us are sometimes that I do it, but you know, he, he's just, he's, he's, it, it's amazing to, to watch. And, you know, he, I think we're all in a, in a stage right now where it's just about maintaining and not kind of doing the most in training. And I think he does a very good job of that as well, you know, just to make sure he's prepared and physically and mentally for the games and for training as well. But, 
and being with Tarbell as well, like he's been kind of like a, a great figure to have kind of above me because, you know, everything that he does in the goal is just, it's, it, it's, it's perfect and or not perfect, but you know, it's the standard that these guys come into training with and, you know, everything they do is just, it's spot on to what's required of them. And, you know, just, just making sure I'm asking more for myself and keeping that level high is, is my goal at the end of the day and making sure, you know, they're as prepared as possible for whatever comes in the weekend because in this position you never know what can happen and you might have to jump into that goal and you're going to have to perform. And if you're not ready for it, then you're going to suffer. And at the end of the day, you're based on a result, not how you perform. So it's it's... It's just, it's really fun being able to work with them and, and seeing the, the level that they train at and also how it just translates into the games as well. So you, you get to watch Steve, you get to watch Andrew. Who are some, you know, as you were growing up, who are some other goalkeepers maybe that you've kind of modeled your game after, guys you looked up to? Well, uh, to be honest, I, I started playing goalkeeper about six years ago, so I never... Mm-hmm really watched a lot of soccer. I, I mean, I, my first sport was baseball and like I didn't start playing. I, I was always playing soccer just because I was, I was playing basketball, football, baseball, hockey. So I was always doing something, but I didn't end up taking soccer seriously till I had to choose between swimming and soccer. And, you know, I just ended up choosing soccer, but I, in my eighth grade, this was about five years ago, no, six years ago, I moved up a team or a team in an age group. And I got on that team because I played left wing at the time. And, you know, we got into preseason and they ended up telling me like, hey, you're not going to be able to, to, uh, you're not going to be able to play if you're not playing goalkeeper. And, you know, I was, I just said, why not? Because the year prior to that, we our goalkeeper was you know, dealing with some family issues. So we uh, each one of the players had to go to a goalkeeper training session kind of once a week just to because, you know, if, if you have to hop in the goal with no goalkeeper on your team, like it's just how it goes. And uh, I since I played other sports, catching wasn't that hard to me. And you know, I love kind of diving all over the place and you know, hitting the floor and all that stuff is fun to me. But, I mean, I some of the goalkeepers that fascinate me nowadays are, you know, Courtois. He's, I mean, his size is just, he just covers the whole goal. His positioning is great. You know, he's not the best with his feet. But, you know, a lot of these top-level teams know what goalkeepers they're, they're looking for and what they require from their goalkeepers. And I think, like, Courtois fits perfectly with Madrid. And then you have Edison, who... You know, he can play the short game with Man City and, and, and the long game as well. He does what's required of him. And, you know, I, I, for myself, I just – I don't want to – I want to be the best at everything I do and not have kind of one part of my game that's better than everything else. I want to, you know, have the distribution of Ederson and have the saving capabilities of, of Courtois and, you know, just the presence of a lot of other great goalkeepers that are in the league. But – those are probably like my favorite two currently, but uh, but yeah, th- those have been guys that I've always watched, always 
kind of heard of when I was getting into it and playing soccer and stuff. Like until I mean, you hear about Ederson a couple of years ago, and Courtois has been around for a little longer than that now. But I'd say those are my my favorite two or my my top two right now. Awesome. So you you just recently uh, made your first appearance with the Dominican Republic, the senior team. So what's your uh, what's kind of your background? What led you to playing for the Dominican, and and what what has that you know meant to you um, with all with what you've recently done? Yeah, I mean it, it's been great. Like just to be able to play at that level, it's 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 different. Like you're playing against players who are currently playing for some of the best teams in the world and have played for the best teams in the world. So it's just, it's, it was a great experience to see the level. And, you know, there's, me and Steve had this conversation, or Steve and I had this conversation today and just talking about, like, the goals that uh, he conceded this weekend. And, you know, we, we agreed that, like, in this game, sometimes you're going to have goals that you can't save, but the goal starts a couple seconds before that when the play can be, you know, managed in a different way by, you know, most of the time it's a goalkeeper, but kind of that uh, an authoritative figure in the team. But, you know, there, there's I, – I conceded a couple goals in, in my appearance versus Chile with the national team that I had no chance of saving. But at the same time, like, what what could have been my, my actions or, or my communication before that to help prevent, you know, chances like that? So – it's just it, it, it takes a lot of people will just see a goal and say, oh, wow, the keeper had no chance. But at the same time, like, what can the keeper do to prevent that from happening kind of a couple minutes or a couple seconds earlier? And, you know, that's what separates a lot of goalkeepers from, from top-level goalkeepers and, and that communication piece, just having the, the, the best kind eyes on the on the field and just making sure that that you're as fluid and and you know well articulate in the game so that players can cover what they need to cover because you know uh, like I said you can't save everything but you can help prevent it about a couple minutes earlier and it's just it's it's always going to be hard but at the same time that's what's going to bring me up level by level yeah, definitely. So, you, you know, we've kind of seen this new Dynamo this year, new coaching staff, a bunch of new players, a bunch of new coaches. You mentioned um, with Dynamo too, your new goalkeeper coach. So what's it like, um, you know, for you guys as players being part of this kind of this new club and trying to get, you know, Houston back to where they were, you know, 10 years ago? It's it's great to be a part of because I've been with the first team for about three different seasons now. So just seeing how, the team has evolved from year to year and like just the different coaches, how they, how they want to operate certain teams and stuff. Like it's, it's, it's great to be a part of, but it's also a challenge for everyone because you're all fighting for, for a new spot every year. And it, it, there's a different playing style every year as well. So, you know, certain players may not get the opportunities that they want just because, they've accustomed to a certain playing style. So it's it's just been amazing to be a part of and to see, like, how, you know, one guy who does this, I mean, he's probably the best player that I've ever played with on my team, Hector Herrera. Like, just his presence in the locker room and off the field and 
you know, on the field as well, in the training pitch. Like, he's he's applying himself 200% of the time. So to see what, what a player who who played at the, at the highest level in the world and played in the World Cup, played in the Olympics, played overseas, played in the Champions League, has played at, at all these high levels. Uh, it's just, it's great to watch and, you know, see how he leads and his communication and, you know, how, how much he works with different players and stuff. And just that's the, that's the type of player that I want to be in the future. And right now I'm, I'm learning and, you know, whenever, I think whenever you're learning and, and you're, you're applying it every day and you're trying to take notes from these guys and, you know, just, just always kind of asking questions, I think you're putting, or you put yourself in the best position possible to improve. And, you know, I, I, I tend to kind of the way I like to lead, I, I, I try to lead by example and lead by my work ethic and, and, uh, and just by, you know, just being that, that good teammate, being that friend off the field as well. But I feel like having that, that presence that Hector has using his voice, using his, you know, speaking with his chest and, and in the locker room at halftime, you know, saying what he has to, what he thinks needs to be changed and stuff like that. I, I think it's, it's great to, to see a player kind of stick out like that and, and run the team or not run it, but, but, be one of those those top figures on the team who is fueling players to keep going, is is encouraging the younger guys to 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 do well. Like just how how kind of I, I I've seen how he communicates to Brooklyn and Arthur as well. Like how those guys just uplift the younger guys whenever they you know they make a mistake or they don't do what they think they could have done. I mean as well as they as they hope. As well as they as they have hoped so, but you know these guys have have been around for a, a while and, and you know have that 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 authority to to uplift the younger guys and you know that, that's you'll you're always you'll always remember that as a younger guy because you know it's it's always going to be a challenge every day and you're always going to have to work harder than a lot of other people. Because that's just how it is as a young player. You're you have a lot to prove, and you're always gonna you're gonna have to do more. But that's that it shouldn't be it shouldn't be that that's the standard. It's what's required to play at this level. And, and sadly, I, I've seen a lot of kind of younger players come into first team training. And you know, one thing that I that I was always told is is you know you you don't leave the field till it's fully cleaned up and you know a lot of kind of younger guys sometimes forget and you know they may be tired and stuff like that but you know it, it, it really shows kind of what type of person you are when you're fatigued and you're tired and you're frustrated but you know that's, that's what separates a lot of young athletes from young professionals and you know seeing how kind of Hector and, and, and Artur and, and Steve and you know the top figures in the team like Eric and, and couple other guys that uh, aren't at the top of my mind right now but you know these guys are are great to be around and you know just to see how they think and ask them questions and and just to see how they kind of help players get back in the zone when they're when they don't make the right pass or you know, something like that uh, they, they've played at some of the best levels and 
know, just being around that is a blessing. So last question, and I'll let you go. Um, obviously, bright future you have ahead. So what are your kind of some of your goals this season and then maybe looking forward um, down the line, some things that you're you know looking forward to just personally? Well, personally, I'd like to, you know, get uh, or do the best job I can to get Dynamo 2 back on track and to get us at the top of the leaderboard where we deserve to be. But, you know, that's that's it's hard right now in terms of that because, you know, it, it's at the same time you can make the, the, the statement that players aren't producing goals. But, you know, as a defense, we have the job to to defend the goal with our lives. And, you know, you can complain all you want about people not scoring, but at the same time, our job is to defend as well as we can and to keep to keep a clean shoot every game. And, you know, I think we all have to be better in that aspect. And, you know, that's that's kind of what I, I, I want to be more of a leader in that sense as well to help uplift players and, you know, to, to keep communicating to guys about, what the standard needs to be and, and what I, I want to know what players are thinking. I want to know what, what they're asking from themselves and, you know, just to be more of a professional every day as well. And, uh, you know, I, I also, if I'm learning, I'm happy and, you know, all, all this and just being on the bench, like, you know, a lot of people may see it as all oh, they want to play, they want to play, but at the same time, you know, when the time is, when it's time to play, it, it's time to play. But, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, my job is to to, to help out Steve and Andrew and, and to make sure that they're good. But at the same time, I have to do what what I have to do to, to benefit myself as well. But, you know, that's 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 the that's the number two, in my opinion. And, and the number one is to, to make sure I'm, I'm pouring my all into my energy to make sure that the, the training environment is good. And, you know, there's, there's many, there's many other things I have to work on as well in terms of, you know, physicality and, and just, you know, getting stronger and, and being, having that, that dominant presence in the goal. But it, for me right now, it's more of a, of a physical aspect and, a, and as a, a mental aspect, just to keep pushing myself every day and in, in, in this heat and also, just ask more for myself every day and, and keep making sure that I'm at the top of my, I'm, I'm on top of my recovery as well, because uh, I mean, we train early and then we work out right after and, you know, we have a game up coming up on Wednesday. Like we're going to have to be physically ready for it. And, you know, it, it's just, it's all about maintaining right now and making sure that you're healthy. But at the same time, I love pushing my body to see what, what the limit can be. And I feel like the day I stop doing that is the day that that I shouldn't be here. But you know, it, it, I I will never stop you know pushing myself to to the limit, and that's what I, I ask myself every day. But there's also times where where you have to maintain as well and then make sure you're not overdoing it because I have to be as healthy as possible to you know do anything I have to do on the bench or on the field or in the, in the training pitch as well. But, you know, I, I want to keep making the most of every opportunity that I've been given with the national team as well and just keep performing with the first team and, and training and keep correcting the little things that, that I need to fix in the goal in terms of positioning and, 
and just just patience as well. Uh, those are, I mean, my top two kind of keys in the goal right now. And my main focus is that I'm working with uh, with Tim, first team goalkeeper coach, and Ryan, second team goalkeeper coach. But just making sure that that I'm not getting complacent because it's it's easy to be complacent as a as a young player, and you know you have all this hype around you, but at the same time, like that 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 shit doesn't matter. It's 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 all about the work that you're doing and, and making sure you're 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 pushing yourself every day and you're ready for that opportunity because. It's easy to, to, to believe that you need to be here. You need to be on this field. You should be playing. But at the same time, when you have that mindset, it's only going to damage you and it's not going to help you prepare for, for the games that you have ahead. You need to come into these games with a, with a clear mind and, and make sure you're ready to go 200% if necessary. And that's something that I pride myself on. And I put the, the off the field stuff to the side and, you know, I give my all and, and, I, I just want to give more and more and more and more until I can't. You know, once I do that and once I play on the best team in the world, then I'll be happy. And, you know, that's, that's once I win everything, that's, that's when it's time to kind of take it easy a little bit. Hey, Xavier, man, we really appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much. Let's go.